Good morning, it's good to have you on the Sea Generation devotional. Remember, you're a chosen generation and God wants to shine his light on the world through you. Psalm 107 verse 1 says, All give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Our Father, we give you thanks for this awesome new week. Thank you for your protection over us. And thank you for all the opportunities you are bringing our way this week. Accept our thanks. We pray that you lead us, guide us, direct us, and help us that every single day of this week, your presence will be with us in all that we do. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So welcome to our devotional this week. I hope you've been blessed so far on our study of Elijah. So let's continue this morning by reading from 1 Kings chapter 18. We're reading from verse 17 to 21. When Ahab saw him, he exclaimed, So it is really you, you troublemaker of Israel. I have made no trouble for Israel, Elijah replied. You and your family are the troublemakers, for you have refused to obey the commands of the Lord and have worshipped the images of Baal instead. Now, Summon all Israel to join me at Mount Carmel, along with the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah, who are supported by Jezebel. So Ahab summoned all the people of Israel and the prophets to Mount Carmel. Then Elijah stood in front of them and said, How much longer will you waver, hobbling between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him, but if Baal is God, then follow him. But the people were completely silent. The whole nation of Israel and the prophets of Baal and and the prophets of Asherah were all gathered together on Mount Carmel at Elijah's request. Then he asked them one very important question. In verse 21, he said, How much longer will you waver, hobbling between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, then follow him. The message translation says, how long will you continue to sit on the fence? So Israel had gone through extremely difficult times because there was no rain in the land for three years. And because there was no rain, there was no food, they couldn't do business because their main business in those days was farming. So all their crops could not grow. Their animals were dead because they couldn't feed them. So the Israelites were in a very critical situation. The unfortunate thing, however, is that Ahab and the Israelites must have known that they were facing difficult times because they had turned away from God to worshipping idols. If you remember in 1 Kings 17, you know, before the drought started, Elijah went to Ahab and told him that there would be no rain in the land. So Ahab knew that the drought was from God, yet Ahab did not repent. The right thing for Ahab to have done when Elijah came to declare God's judgment that there will be no rain was for him to have called the Israelites together and told them that look God was very unhappy with them and they needed to turn back to God so he should have declared a fast so that they could repent of their sins and just turn their hearts back to God but he didn't do that he wanted God to take away the drought even though he and the Israelites continued to worship idols Reading the story, you and I probably think, why don't these Israelites just do the right thing and just repent? Why don't they just ask God for forgiveness and let God take away the drought so that they can live their lives in peace? But we too are just like Ahab and the Israelites several times in our lives. 
We know the right things to do, but we refuse to do it. So it's, so it's important for me to ask that same question that Elijah asked the Israelites. And I'm not just asking you, I'm asking myself as well. Why are you still sitting on the fence? Why are you still limping or hobbling between two different opinions? If you know that Jesus is your Lord and your Savior, then why are you not following him with all your heart? So there's a need for everyone listening to this devotional to do a soul searching. Are you following God the way you should? Are you following him with all your heart? Why are you still playing two sides? You may be thinking that, well, you don't have any idols because you pray every day and you read your Bible. But where does your loyalty lie? If you had to choose between waking up early in the morning to pray and sleeping, which would you choose? Or if you had to choose between watching movies for five hours and studying your Bible, which would you choose? If you had to choose between posting something about God or Jesus Christ on your social media page or posting about your favorite football team or posting a selfie of yourself or your friends or anything else that you enjoy, which would you post? It's so easy to say that we are Christians and we are God's children, but our loyalties lie somewhere else. The Israelites were God's covenant people, yet they worshipped idols. They wanted to keep God in the background, but flirt with idols. And anything that is more important to us than God, anything or anyone that is more important to us than God is an idol in our lives. It may be our friends, it may be our comfort, it may be, you know, we just want to sleep instead of, you know, spending time with God. We, it may be food, it may be clothes, it may be social media, it may be movies, it may be money. It can be anything. It can even be ourselves, you know. So we want to be God's children, but we don't want to do whatever it takes to be faithful to him. It's like a person who wants to be married and yet still wants to date other people. It doesn't work that way, at least not if you're a child of God. And many people are like that, you know. They want to, you want to eat your cake and have it. It doesn't work that way. Many people are okay sitting on the fence, neither here nor there. We say we've accepted Jesus, but our lives are no different from people who don't know him at all. So we need to decide what we want. If Jesus is our Lord, then we must follow him and seek him with all our heart. No half measures. So search your heart today. Are you really seeking to know God and building a relationship with him? Do you even have that desire to know him? Do you have that time? Do you have that desire to spend time with him? You know, do you want to be with God? Do you want to pray? Do you want to read your Bible? Do you want to enjoy his presence? If you don't have that desire for God, be honest with yourself and start praying from today for God to change your heart and give you a desire for him and give you a hunger for him, a hunger to know him. That's the starting point. And make it a daily prayer point. And God will definitely answer that prayer because it says if we ask according to his will, he will do it. God wants you to know him so you can be sure that he's going to answer that prayer and put that hunger and that desire for him in your heart. But you have to sincerely ask him, ask for that desire and you will see a change in your life. So I hope you've been blessed today. And if you have any questions or comments concerning our devotional, please send a DM to C Generation Devotional on Instagram. So God bless you. Have a fantastic week ahead.